Hi guys, welcome back again to the Target Man podcast. Um, sorry, this has taken so long. We are back after a couple of weeks, um, literally in the middle of the World Cup. Uh, we wanted to do a couple of episodes, but we're doing it now, uh, straight after the semi-final between France and Morocco. Uh, joined today by our uh, regular co-host, John. Yes, sir. I'm back. Back again. He's back. And we're also joined today by a special guest, Ian Schmert, our resident Belgian expert. Uh, I'm Schmert. Uh, thank you for inviting me, uh, AK. I'm very honoured. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's begin. What's our first topic? So we, I mean, let's let's have a thing. We've had today. Um, I d- everyone must have seen the match between France and Morocco. We've obviously got the final now set up for France. Versus Argentina, uh, France looking to retain the World Cup, Argentina looking to secure me- effectively Messi's legacy, um, since he's if, you know single-handedly taken to the World Cup final. How do you guys see that one going on Sunday? Um, yeah, I think I think France, uh, they might win actually. I think this, they just have talents everywhere on the pitch, and you saw how Konate played against Morocco. He was outstanding. Uh, they and France already. They've been in the Euros final. They've been in the World Cup final, and they won. And they won. They've been there on the stage, and Argentina. They haven't. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, some of them have. When you say that, Messi, yeah. Messi's been yeah, there twenty fourteen. Yeah, in the Copa America, but France have done it more consistently. I think they've been on that stage, and I think they can. Yeah, I think they can do it again. Mm. I mean, we saw th- we saw what they done last year at the Euros. They choked, they choked at the Euros. Yeah, they did, but they had a ego problem. But they removed Pogba. And I mean, he's him. injured. He did, they didn't remove him. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, if he's injured, they remove him, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he can't really be there. But I mean, they they also are missing, and Konku, they're missing Benzema as well. Benzema and, and Pogba aren't playing, fans are better. I, I agree with Benzema not playing, makes them better. You're a big fan of Giroud? Yeah, I, th- I think Giroud just, he's the glue to that team. Anthony Martial should be that glue, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> Ice call. Ice call Martial. No, but I think Giroud, Giroud plays a different role to Benzema. Um, yeah. I think he does work a little bit better with with kind of um, with with Mbappe and the rest of the team. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Giroud is very important, but I, I still think Argentina win the the World Cup. Is that your messy thing talking? Because look, Giroud is on fire. Giroud's been hitting form. He's now become France's top scorer of all time, passing Henri. Yeah. 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 And he still manages to look that his beard has looked the same for the last eight years, along with his haircut. So yeah, Giroud is just like he's just a no nonsense player. You, you put him there, you give him a task, and he just does it. Yeah, simple. You want to score goals? He scores goals. You want to be a target man? He can do that for you. Wait, very no nonsense player. He's just he's he's top three at holding up the ball in the world. He's yeah. always been. I've heard a comment saying if if Giroud if you ha- if you let your like future kids show you like show them highlights of Giroud they think he's the best player 
Okay. <laughs> you, you, you think he's a top five all-time striker? Yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen a comment on YouTube somewhere. Like, it says, if you show your kids in the future highlights of Giroud, they would think he's the best player ever. Yeah. Oh, to be honest, he 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 he'd have a a better rep if his time at Arsenal wasn't so poor. So. I think so. I mean, he's doing, he's doing quite well, isn't he, at AC Milan? Um, and he's yeah. going to be facing. I, it depends really how Scaloni wants to play in the final. He can either go two at the back or he can go three, you know, f- sorry, four at the back or five at the back where he wants to go with three yeah. centre-backs. Realistically, I don't see him changing. And I think I think he will start with Otamendi and Romero again, even though I could say... Uh, I, th- I, th- I think they'll go for a five at the back like they did versus Netherlands. You think so? You think that Lissandro is going to come in as well? I, th- I think you have to. So Mbappe doesn't just torture you. Mbappe against Montiel. Yeah, or uh, Molina. Molina, sorry, he's he's. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't rate either of their fullbacks. In all honesty. I, I no. I I think Molina's okay. I, but I I think Argentina just have the upper hand because Theo Hernandez defensively is just he's just a liability. <laughs> Me- Messi's gonna exploit him all game. Theo Hernandez defensively, but then they also have to overpower that midfield. Because um, you're basically asking that midfield, DePaul, uh, Enzo, and whoever they decide to play in there, you're basically asking them to to outperform that France midfield. And Chumeni's, you know, if he plays, he's had a fantastic World Cup. I think Griezmann has been sensational and actually really helps out there. And then it's a case of whether Rabiot or, or somebody else plays in there. And yeah, I I agree. Like the the midfield is probably just a tad stronger, but it's on, on like players on paper. You know, it's there's only like eighty percent of the game or like sixty percent of the game. I get that, but you know? what I've seen, or at least what I feel, because I I don't know. You guys watched the semi final as well, right? Croatia. Could care less about Croatia, to be honest. Croatia, a huge nation, huge nation. Um, yeah. If you if you look at that match, Croatia dominated that ball in the first half, and it was just Argentina breaking. Well, to be fair, um, <coughs> France haven't looked great either. Like um, they did, they didn't look great today. I thought Morocco, like they they played their football. Mm. They were just a bit unlucky with like their chances, and Inati had an amazing game. And then. Again against against England, France just really won that good. Like a, a few calls to the other way, it might be a different game completely. It's the final, so it's, it's just two teams now. Uh, yeah. You have to like uh, what I want to say is, um, you know, Argentina like Messi. He knows it's his last World Cup, right? His last World Cup match ever. That does kind of put pressure on him, and also his teammates want Messi to win. So that's also going to put pressure on them. And, and the France team, they, they already won the World Cup. So it's good. But it could be, you know, arguably, you could say it's also Deschamps' last game. Mm. Because I Zidane guess. is circling. Zidane is... The players already won. They just have to do it again. That's what they have to do. But Messi, that's his last World Cup. And the teammates, they always also want him to win. They don't want to disappoint him, you know? You see, I, I, I don't think that's going to add too much pressure. I think it's going to boost up, boost up their morale. So they actually play better because they they put 
like 110% out on that pitch every game because they, they want they want it for Messi they want it for Argentina but they want it for Messi as well I think uh, no, the benefit the benefit they've got as well that 12th man they've got the you know the fans because I think Argentina yeah. have the most fans out there somehow in, in Qatar Everyone, everyone's converted to Argentina. Everyone's converted, and there's actually just a lot of natives out there. So I think the yeah. I think there was a, a report I saw somewhere, which said something like the um, <coughs> the ma- the match of Argentina Netherlands, ninety percent of the stadium was uh, Argentina. Yeah, it was literally just specks of orange in the stands. Well, the Netherlands are obviously not not exactly a small country, so I heard Netherlands fans. Really gonna come to the uh, World Cup. Uh, boycotting. Hmm? Boycotting. Yeah, yeah, they were boycotting. Mm. It's a bit silly, but we, we're not gonna get into that. No. I don't think we cover that. We're not politicians, but we all have yeah, our opinions on it. Football. Guys, by the way, I, I, just lit- I just got a notification. I'm gonna go off script. I just got a notification uh, that Cristiano Ronaldo has returned back to Real Madrid for a training session. Uh, it's, it's meaningless. I mean, he's. I think he's going for. He's he's finished his World Cup career now. I think he's. We saw him crying. We've seen the the meme or well, not even meme. The the, the video that's been going viral of the the Morocco fan um, who basically said that Ronaldo's crying in his car. Uh, we've seen how it's it's kind of shook the internet at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, when I saw Ronaldo crying, that that shit hit me. Whoa, 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 whoa. That that hit me very hard. Um, really? Yeah, man. I, for Ronaldo, is just a man. We just he just wants to play football. Like he wants to play football forever, but then he realizes age catches up to him. You know, it's it's sad. It's really sad. I mean, it's not the first time you've seen him cry, right? Yeah, and and it's not the first time someone you love has retired from the game. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm a you know United fan. I've loved the guy for years, but it happens. Like people, yeah, people, people are getting really pressed about this video. And for it anyone, is for anyone who doesn't know the the video, um, Schmert was doing a reenactment earlier. If you want to do it again. Uh, I was doing what earlier? You were doing a reenactment of the of the girl. Oh yeah. What did she yeah, say? Yeah, with the, the the poor Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah, go on, go on, do it again. Nah, man, you can't put me on the spot like that, bro. Nah, but, yeah, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad. Why? Why did the the guy, the interviewer, put that on the social media? I think that's weird. No, even even then, right? Okay, it's it's, it's a fan, right? It's a fan who is reacting to something that has happened. And yeah, I mean, it's it's probably be, the would, biggest moment in her country's history in football. I would be the same, bro. Just I'm a Ronaldo fan, but when we won against Portugal in the Euros, I was like, ah, Ronaldo. But also, like, it's just it's just football banter. P- people are taking it way way too hard, like. Just a game, you need to relax. Yeah, it's it's a child. But even if it wasn't a child, it's still just football banter. It it's, doesn't need to affect you personally. It's it's social media. It's it's people who spend their time making memes about things like Ronaldo versus Messi, or 
you know, calling such and such a player finished, but they can't seem to listen to it, and they get so emotionally invested in something. For I swear to God, every like, um, I'm, I'm on social media a lot. Every time, uh, for example, TikTok, Instagram Reels, I see the same video. It's, it's a girl saying, oh, "Hello," and then it transitions to Mbappe turning around with his hand, uh, with his arms crossed, and it's the same three songs every time. The, the same three TikTok TikTok sounds. Uh... I, I I personally don't use TikTok. John John is our is our resident TikTok expert. I'm a I'm a Instagram Reels addict. I well, I'm, I'm on TikTok all the time, but I've 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 seen quite a few of those videos, and the comments are always very negative towards the girl. It's so cringe. Why is it always the same Mbappe? What, bro? Why Mbappe, man? It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I. I think people get way too pressed. And I think they do have have no reason to to have it. He looks so goofy. But I. I think you know when she's talking about it, she is talking about her country's and Arab countries. Well, African and Arab countries' greatest achievement probably in the World Cup. And I've got to give a lot of credit to Morocco because they've looked very very solid. Even today, they had their chances. Um, against France, they genuinely gave themselves real credit. I mean, you look at someone like Ziyech. He's captain. He's a guy who apparently can't even get a game at Chelsea, and he's absolutely balled this World Cup. Uh, and and Bissau. the foul, the foul was incredible. Yeah. Oh, did you see his movements? Yeah, his movements were crazy. Yeah. I I checked it. I checked his FIFA card, like his base FIFA card. I was like, how much tripling does his base card have? It's like eighty four. Crazy. They they they're just the. They've genuinely looked very good, solid defensively. There's been a few standout performers, and yeah. then there's a few yeah. young stars who've come through yeah. and look. You know, I think uh, Luis Enrique was also talking about. Is it Unahi? Oh, Unahi was brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, looked so good. Entertaining. They're also entertaining. Like they do, yeah. they do these risky things, but and it's it's beautiful. Yeah, and like their tournament run was just it was, it was beautiful to watch. Yeah, I hope I hope they get third. That that's like, that's that's the thing, right? When I compare it to say, um, and this is no disrespect because we were backing them, but we were both backing them, uh, John and I, England. But when you compare it to like England twenty eighteen, England twenty eighteen had a fairly decent run. Morocco went through the tough teams. They went through a tough group. You know, they beat Belgium. They beat. They had Canada in there. They beat Spain in the knockouts, they beat Portugal in the knockouts and they took France to a very close game. Yeah. And and they drew Croatia in the groups and Croatia, tough team to beat. We've just seen it. Two World Cups in a row where they make top four. Quality country, you know, I, I rate them now because I think they've had total six, seven World Cups and they've managed to hit four, well, is it three, three semi-final and above three semi-finals in those six, seven World Cups. Yeah, like they've they've been incredible. I really. Um, I mean, if you look at like tournament performance, let's let's probably stick with with if we start with Morocco's group. Let's talk yeah. about the the team that everyone expected to run to a semi final or some form of of quarter final, but didn't. Do you want to take over? Belgium. What went take wrong, Schmidt? What went wrong? Oh, uh, you know, man. I, I think it's the dressing room. I think the morale, the manager with his bad tactics. You know, when I heard Kevin De Bruyne say, 
Oh, our players are old. I, f I thought he was joking. Like, I thought he was spit with a, like, a smiling face, like, haha, our players are old. Like satire. Uh, yeah, satire, yeah. But actually, it wasn't. He, he said it with a serious face. Then maybe that had, like, a hit. Because, like, Kevin De Bruyne is a very influ influential player. He is, yeah. But, uh, he's, like, what, top five? At least top, t top ten players in the, in the world right now. Mm -hmm. People look up to him. Uh, there are young talents in the Belgian squad. And, yeah, I mean, it's just could have even potentially been his last World Cup. Yeah, it's just something you shouldn't say, right? He's what thirty-one yeah. now, isn't he? Yeah. You just <coughs> you just say, yeah. I hope we win. We'll do our best. Yeah, well, what do you I, think? I, is I think sorry, go on. Belgium's problems all come from Roberto Martinez. I I don't yeah. think he should have had the job still. Definitely, he definitely. Should, when so the question here is when should he have gone? Because you look at him, he's done. He you know, twenty eighteen, there was a chance, there was high expectations for Belgium, but they still finished what third, right? Yeah, uh, he shouldn't. He should never have been accepted in the first place. Like he was an Everton reject. Like he got sacked by Everton, and he took uh, a Belgian squad. Okay, with a company, uh, Alderweireld in, in his prime, Rutonga in his prime. Uh, Lukaku when he was actually Lukaku when he was actually decent Eden Hazard when he was the third best player in the world Kevin yeah. De Bruyne well, Kevin De Bruyne I don't have to explain that uh, you had Dembele didn't you yeah, yeah, but, yeah he was from the Spurs right he was, he was decent he was decent Dembele was a good player I used to like Dembele a lot you had yeah. world class players or even Courtois you had world class players in each position are you telling me we only got third yeah, I think they should have been in France, that World Cup as well. Is that, is that based on performance, world. or do you think on an actual paper, on t uh, team, oh, sorry, team on paper? On paper, their team on paper. If, if, they, if they had a good coach, or decent coach. And if you look at the World Cup run, we, we flew to win against Brazil, mm -hmm. and we yeah. weren't a threat against France. And look at Morocco, they were at least a threat against France. They had like two, three, four shots on target. We had like, we weren't a threat. Yeah, um, I, it's it's a weird one because sure the the players have some blame, but it is the manager, and now he's gone to Spain, which is a weird one as well because I don't think Spain needed a Roberto Martinez to manage them. Has he gone to Spain? Confirmed. What? Oh, uh, Spain. I th I think he's he's gonna be the Spain manager. What? No, are you are you serious or no? He's very bad. Is this Waffle? Oh, is this no, true? no, 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 sorry. It's, sorry, my bad. It was a rumour. It's not. It's the, the new Spain manager is Luis de la Fuente. He's never yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be the other yeah. 21s guy. Because Look, there's, yeah, there's yeah. no way Look they take him to Spain. Cup. No way they Look take him. Look at this World Cup. He played a 3-4-3, which is not a very good formation with these players. And he always picks his favourites. Why do you pick Eat Hazard? He hasn't played for three years. Like, yeah. He's been unfortunate with injuries. His, his decline has actually been unreal. You know what, know. Though, talking about Spain, though, because I, I feel like Belgium's problem is all just Roberto Martinez. Now he's gone, you know. Yeah, now we have no one left. Everyone is old. They're going to retire. I, so, uh, I, I think, I think you, you, might be, but you might be able to get a World Cup out of the Bruyne. Trossard's still going to be good in four years. Oh, I'm surprised that Hazard's retired, you know. Dundonka's alright. Uh, it makes sense. It's a little bit unfortunate because he... Yeah. He's going to be like 34 winger. He's too old for a winger. But he can play yeah. as like a, you know, off the striker. Not as a winger, mm. just off the striker. 
I, th- I think it's also to do with his fitness issues because since he's left Chelsea. I know. I mean, I wonder. I wonder if he's ever going to go back to that level again. But him, if you put him that Eden Hazard in 2018, then you know they would have probably sailed through. But it's it's a, it's a strange thing. And then to be honest, we have to ask the question that everyone is asking. And again, this has to go to to both, but also our Belgian expert. What's going wrong with Robolu? Because we Robolu is just, just overrated. I think he's just... It's confidence. He's overrated. Like, you... When we play um, the qualifiers, right? We play against teams like Gibraltar, Malta. You know, teams you can easily... Like, Lukaku can easily... I'm not saying Lukaku is a bad player, but he's overrated. You see his stats in the qualifiers, you think, Wow, oh my god, Lukaku, amazing. 21 goals for Belgium in seven games. Whoa, this guy is nuts. And then you see him in the World Cup, and he's he scores some goals in the group stages against like low-level teams. But then when he plays against big, big teams or semi-big teams, he goes or he because you stuff. he honestly bottled uh, he bottled it against Croatia. He came yeah, on. He had, he had a stinker. He, he came on. Bottled, he had what three, four chances? Three, four chances. He missed the yeah. open goal. He missed the open goal against Italy in the Euros, and then they went on to win the Euros. Yeah, because I mean, if you honestly look at that that Croatia game, right? He had what four chances? Fair enough, one of them was a little bit difficult, but at least at least two of those were easy goals for his, a striker of his supposed quality. What's it called? Even even when he was like really good in the Premier League, he was never that clinical. Like his his strengths are, he's big, he's really fast. Like you can just kick it over over the top and you'll get it. Mm. And like, I think, I think, bro, I think, ever since these two Somali kids made that video about him, and he's oh, yeah, the Lakaka <laughs> videos. Oh, that is, I I saw that today because it just came up on uh, on Instagram today for me on Reels. I'll, I'll be honest, yeah. the Le- the Lakaka guy also, the Lakaka guy actually has more techers. Yeah, he so, does, He has some unreal techers. Yeah, um, you know you know that video of Lakaka like that big guy's breathing and then he misses an open goal yep yeah yep yeah. he has some actual techers though Lukaku is just a confidence issue though he is I mean it's, it's not just him though because you, you look at him right both both Inter Milan strikers have had a shocking World Cup Lataro yeah. Martinez as well Lataro Martinez has not been not been great Lataro's not good I've, I've, I've never rated Lataro Martinez to be honest I don't think he's as good as people think. I think he had one, two good seasons, but I don't, I don't see him as that guy. No, you know what surprised me? I thought after that game, like the the Belgian people were going to be like very racist, but I actually didn't see a lot of racism. So I'm proud of my country for that. <laughs> I saw the opposite. Like oh, I expected, like I expected. I I saw the opposite. I saw the opposite. I don't know if it was from Belgian fans though. But there was quite a lot of racism on Twitter. Ah, uh, but I don't go on Twitter. Yeah, I think it, it, I think Twitter is accessible. It happens to everyone, unfortunately, and it's um, it's not it's not even people of that country that are doing it. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I, I see a lot of people like when England lose, they blame England fans. When a country loses, they blame the country's fans. But the people making the racist comments aren't fans of these countries. That they're, they're probably not even like. Yeah, hundred percent. Like not even living in those countries, they're probably somewhere in India. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? 
Disappointed United or United or Chelsea? It's not. It's, not for, it's definitely not from India, but okay. <laughs> no, so good. I've, I've like scrolled through some of the Instagram comments on like Saka's posts, and I've seen like a lot of Afri- people with African profiles like making these racist comments, and I'm. It's, it's just a bit confusing. Oh, some of the some of the profiles have like African names, and like they're posting pictures, like the profiles. Oh, like not private. So oh, like how many followers is that? I didn't look. We can't go into that much depth, but it is one of yeah. those things. I mean, the message still stands the same. I think we are saying the same thing that we're not politicians, but it stands the same thing uh, that pretty much FIFA and, and FIFA Pro are saying. Football is for all. Uh, you know, it is a combination of stop racism, one love. It is football is for all. It should be accessible for all. Yeah, it's a it's a sport for everyone to play and enjoy. Apart from Roberto Martinez. <laughs> he will but speaking speaking of strikers though I think we can cover two two more countries that in my personal opinion um, have struggled in this World Cup basically from the fact that they don't really have a quality striker and they were both in the same group uh, one got grouped and one almost got grouped Spain and Germany yeah so I think let's start let's start with Spain because Spain came in they brought in Alvaro Morata I've not rated Morata in years, but I think for some reason Luis Enrique does. He brought no, in. No, I've, 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 I've got, I've got an opinion on this. I don't think Morata's the problem. You don't. I think Luis Enrique's the problem. How can a coach who's that good when doing so well? Because, because here's the thing, Luis Enrique, like his play style, is is not suited for these type of games. It's not suited for tournament football. You can't. You don't have enough time with your players to to instill this. But like, he's he's also been playing the same same like squads, right? If you look at his evolution of squads that he's had over the last three years or whatever since he's, because obviously he's he's had his two spells as manager. He had his first spell, yeah. Sadly for him, and then obviously he he lost his daughter to to bone cancer. Yeah. Um, which was it's it's quite sad. So he took a break. And then he came back again. Euros, they looked very good. Mm. They probably should have won that semi final. They finished. They were really good. Well, yeah, semi final. Okay. Yeah, semi final. They should have. They should have won that. Would they lose against Italy? England, Italy. Okay. Yeah, I think that, was it penalties, wasn't it? If I remember correctly. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. They lost on penalties, but they basically suffered that match from the fact they didn't have a striker. They had Morata, and in my opinion, that's basically playing with no striker. But you see, you see the thing is, it's, I still think it's um, Enrique's fault because if if you like watch the game, they they end up just doing a donut. Like they go around the box, they do everything, but they just don't do anything in the box. Like Arsenal had the same issue um, with Arteta, even just like a season or two ago, we'd get to the box and then we just wouldn't do anything. But could you say that's, that's because like, they don't have anyone making that run? Because, I mean, I personally, again, once again, I don't rate Ferran Torres to the same level. I think oh there's yeah, a, I think Torres is terrible. Yeah. Um, I don't think... Um, I like Danny Olmo, actually. I do, I do like him. But I think there's that lack of movement in the box. I mean, I think Morata is, is not a traditional nine for me. He doesn't do that 
that move. He does. He, well, sorry, he is a nine, but he's not a top quality nine. He can't finish. He scored two goals, but he doesn't look convincing. Wait, I, I get that, but at the same time, um, whenever Mata played, Spain looked best. Murata. And and Enrique just liked taking him off early, which is very strange, especially in the Japan game. I mean, they have no other strikers. They have no other strikers. I mean, if you look at the rest of the thing, and I don't know, I don't know what you think about this, because I've got a strong opinion on this as well. Busquets for me should not be starting. Rodri should have been there instead of at centre back. Um, and I personally Thiago, Thiago, Thiago. I don't know why he wasn't in the squad. So Thiago should have been in the squad. See, that that that's also a managerial issue because he's so hell bent on playing his style that he's just gonna not bring in Thiago. And Thiago is a player that can like play any type of football you want him to play. Thiago suits that type of football, to be honest. Yeah, that he he's a boss. He's a boss boy through and through. He plays such beautiful football. I cannot lie. He's one player that I wished we had in our midfield. I mean, we've got some some in a similar ilk now with Christian Eriksen, but he has the best midfield. Like, come on, you have Eriksen, Bruno, Casemiro. I know, I know, but you you know what I mean by like someone in the same ilk, a passer. We were missing a passer. We've got it now in in Eriksen, but we need more. But when you look at him... Bruno Solomon this year as well. Brilliant. He has been brilliant. But Our midfield, I, man. I think... Bellingham. Hmm? Our midfield. If you remove Bellingham, it's... Dormant. That's Dormant, but still. When, when I look at that midfield, that Spanish midfield, right? Busquets should not be starting. Rodri should, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I think... Rodri is good. I think... Ped, I think Pedri... I rate Pedri. I think he's he's... Got a fantastic ceiling. He's a good yeah, player. Gavi, did Gavi start a lot of games? I think I think Gavi is overrated. Yeah. So overrated. I think he's I think he's decent, but he should be start, starting in a World Cup that that generation. Also, Gavi just annoys me because he wears the number nine, and it's so weird looking at seeing a number nine in material. Oh. Uh, I don't like. <laughs> is that the reason you think you just don't like him? Just because he wears nine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very off point. I, I just don't think he's I just don't think he's as good as people make him out to be personally. No, I agree. I agree. I, I think there's merit in him being a footballer. I think he's 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 good. He's there's merit in him being in that team around there, but I don't think he's a starter. He's only like eighteen. He's so. only the, so the the crazy thing is right. People keep saying, "Oh, he's so young. He's so young." Blah blah. But if you look at him in context, right for his age, yeah. he's a year younger than Pedri, Musiala, and Bellingham. So you put that I in mean, a year. I, I get what you mean, but players do develop at different paces. I know, I know, but you look at that one year, right? That one year, yeah. you still look at... This has been Bellingham's breakout season, pretty much. But, but to be fair, one, one year is a lot. Of, is a lot. It's not, it's not that. that age. It's like, not. Remember Saka? Just Saka's improvement each year has been immense. Still, I I don't think I don't think he's gonna be that guy. I don't think people he's gonna be that future Ballon d'Or winner that people think he is gonna be. No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, he's he's not he doesn't even play a position that like will will even get you closer Ballon d'Or anyway. No, no, no. I don't. I mean, they got they almost got grouped by by Japan, etc. But then you've got another team that they drew with in kind of in the group stage. Germany, who Germany was so poor. 
Which I don't understand, because you look at Hansi Flick, Hansi Flick has achieved so much with Bayern. You know, he won the treble. He yeah. ran it through with a with you know, with a Champions League win. He had obviously a, a fantastic Lewandowski. And I understand his you know, he loves Muller. And I understand having Muller in the starting eleven. But I didn't understand why he should have Muller as a nine. I agree. Like, but who, who else are they going to play? Fulkrug. Fulkrug. Hansi Flick made a couple of mistakes this time, in my opinion. I think Sane should have been more. Like, whenever Sane was on the field, he was, like, their best player. I agree. He, he, he changed the game whenever he came on. I agree. Because you look at the two the two players he played in the centre, I think Muller could have dropped a bit deeper. The two players he played down the middle were Havertz and... Muller. Terrible. Havertz scored two goals against Costa Rica, which managed to let Spain go through. But I don't, I don't, I still don't rate Havertz. I think he's he's not had the progression he should have had, probably because he's at Chelsea. But mm. you look at he, he just got really poor decision making. He does. I think it's, I think it's just the players. I think it should have won against Japan. Yeah, they should have won against Japan. But you look at—I don't know—that like midfield is fine. The back four is okay. Rudiger looked alright at times, to be honest. Mm. Um, they playing in the back four? I don't, I don't know. Well, they they switch with Schlotterbeck playing left centre back and Rudiger playing. I think. Was yeah, I think? Yeah, Schlotterbeck played the first game and then he got dropped after the Japan game. Yeah. Um, it, it, I haven't seen a single Germany game. I don't know how did Schollerbeck play. He was horrible in the first game. Average. Wow. So he got dropped. Well, was, I think they played. Su- was, was it Sule right back? Hmm? Yeah, Sule was right back. Yeah. Yeah, which doesn't make sense to me either. No, it does make sense because uh, he played. He's played, before. He played, He's played there before, before, but I don't see him as that. I don't see him as a, as like a traditional. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, back. yeah. I, I get what you. Mean. I wouldn't. It's the same way. I don't. I'm not comfortable. Personally, I'm not comfortable with Jules Kunde playing right back. Can mm. remind you of Mustafi? Bro, playing Sule right back is like playing Lukaku right wing. Like, I know yeah. <laughs> it just it just doesn't feel right to me personally. I I would rather have if I was watching my team, I'd rather have an out and out right back there. You go to Fudbin and you type Sule and you go to Ogden and you can see right back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all honesty, that's that. And then you look at like. You know the players who actually came out with some credit. You said Sane, obviously he's pl- he's played uh, decently. Nabry yeah. was very average, but you know Nabry I still think not good. No. the the effectively what for me is one of the best wonder kids around in Jamal Musiala. Musiala, he's looks so good with Bayern, and he looked so so good this World Cup. I, I thought he was alright this World Cup. I swear, every time I see Musiala play for Bayern, he, he at least has one goal contribution. Yeah, he he's, he's got a lot of goal contribution this season. But, he, but like when whenever I like caught him playing in World Cup, this like this World Cup, I'd I'd always catch him trying to take people on, which is good. But he's always like lose it because no one's that, around him. That's the thing. So that, that that's what I'd argue again. There's no nobody in the box. Nobody was wanting the ball. People were hiding from it. And yeah. he he's basically a 19-year-old kid. You know, I saw that... I don't know if you remember that run against... He had a couple of runs against Spain where he just dribbled past two, three players. Yeah. And, and then he's running through a Spain player. Yeah. 
and you know that's very impressive for a 19 year old especially and there's just nobody around so he had a couple of chances where he was a little bit wasteful with his finishing but he is again only 19 so if, if we're talking about wonder kids we have to talk about him because we have two go on Saka and Bellingham they were exceptional if if Messi wasn't a player Saka would be in team of the tournament in my opinion yeah but I, I have I have respect for Saka man like he missed the penalty in the Euros final and he became a better player that's that's amazing yeah he he's he's exceptional I love Saka <laughs> like his decision making in games is elite it's world class there's not many better than him yeah, Saka is great. He, um, yeah, I, mean, I think I, I enjoyed seeing him play. I think he has improved level by level. Um, I think, in all honesty, England's England's wingers as a whole had a very decent tournament. Uh, yeah, apart from Sterling. Yeah, I, I don't I, think Sterling was good before the I forgot Sterling. I think Sterling uh, Sterling was yeah, Sterling was yeah, okay. I think Foden, Rashford, Saka all had good World Cups. Mm. I, th- I just think England's problem again is just Southgate. You think and so? And it's always been Southgate. I mean yeah. Bellingham I, Bellingham I, had a stormer, Henderson had a stormer, Kane was a bit AWOL. Well he he played well against Iran and then he was I think iffy against USA. But then he came back against Senegal. He showed himself. Um, you know, it's it's what's it called? Like we we we, we do play good football. Like we we play we pretty well against France. It's yeah. just that again, what Southgate lacks, he adapting mid game and like making the right substitutions. I think personally, I would have taken off Kane personally. Would you? I I would have left Kane on, but I probably would have even with Foden there. I would have brought on Rashford sooner in that match against yeah, France. Yeah. Woolbridge would be a good measure. No. No. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I, would have, I would have put Rashford through the middle in that France game. I think. And I, I would th- have left Saka on. Because I think, I think Saka should have stayed on, but I think Rashford would have caused problems for those fullbacks as well. Yeah, um, he, he, he would have caused problems for the whole defence because they were all really bad. Yeah, exactly. And like, he's, he's in stellar form. He looks really good as well. I think everyone. But that's why I think if you played through the middle, if it, if you brought him on for Kane, he would have caused Supermarkano so many problems. Probably, yeah. But I think Kane, Kane was also. Kane was. <laughs> Kane was having a. Um, a de- he had a decent World Cup. I think Henderson Bellingham looked very decent as well. Declan Rice, he struggled a little bit in that first half against France, especially. I think he yeah. was struggling with Griezmann. Um, yes. Griezmann kept dropping and, and getting the ball and Declan Rice wasn't Griezmann tracking him everywhere. yeah and Declan Rice wasn't tracking him second half that's when England really came into the game because he started marking uh, yeah I mean I mean, again like uh, what I said about Belgium again for Southgate you have world class players in every position like literally Lord Maguire left back yeah. uh, goalkeeper maybe debatable but uh, Wait, did you say what did you say about left back? Yeah, left. Yeah. I mean, I, I Luke Shaw when he plays for England, he's good, right? So somehow yeah. Luke Shaw yeah. always turns up to be world class for England. He 
look at the midfield, you see Declan Rice, Bellingham, uh, Henderson. De Declan Rice is class. Who's, He's class. Who's, who's uh, in the midfield of England? That's it. Henderson, Bellingham, Declan Rice. Yes, that's when, when we switched to a free, free midfield instead of having Mount as like the eight, that that that's when we popped off because Bellingham was just so much better than Mount going forward. Oh, he is. He's because he can carry. He's a ball carrier. That's why. Yeah, he's a ball carrier. He can progress the ball. I think every, I don't, I don't think anyone in that world. Player. I don't think anyone in that team, honestly, apart from like you say, maybe Sterling. Not many people in that team have come out with kind of no credit. Does that make sense? Because I think even when you look at the fullbacks who played, Shaw was very solid, Trippier very solid, Walker very solid, centre back Stones Maguire very solid. You yeah, know, Pickford very decent. Uh, we we had a really good tournament. Every, every, everyone like that was a star in like the knockout games. Yeah, they, they can all be proud because they were excellent. They genuinely were. I don't think there's anyone that could pile on and try and say that because I yeah. think that would be that would be a pretty poor poor showing. They, they got a bit unlucky that they had to play France so early, but at the same time, you got you got to beat what's in front of you. True, true. Let's let's have a look at. We've um, had a look at that. What about the other tournament favourites though? Are they kind of. I mean, we have to spend a bit of time on them a little bit, a couple of minutes. But Brazil. Which ones? Brazil. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion, for me tournament favourites before I even started the tournament mm. for me I thought they would not walk it but I thought it would be a Brazil final Brazil-France final they looked good especially on paper they looked fantastic but even in game uh, some of the group stages they were a bit iffy that first game against Serbia they had a few few bits here and there and they you know when you look at their game against Switzerland they couldn't really do it but few players stood out in that team Richardson stood out Casemiro stood out for me the, the thing is like with most national like teams the manager's the, the main issue I don't think they played bad it, football though I don't think they played bad football I don't think there was an issue there I think they missed a little bit in that group stage a playmaker I think because Neymar was injured. Issue. Neymar was injured, right? Yeah. So I think they missed a bit of a playmaker, someone who could link the the midfield to the the forwards. Yeah, but I mean, against Croatia, they they should be doing a lot better. Agreed. See, that, that, Agreed. That, that's why I say it's a managerial issue. But then at the same time, you've also could also argue that Croatia were very very solid. I mean, I think even yesterday they conceded what a couple of goals against Argentina. One was yeah. one was the penalty that wasn't a penalty, in my opinion. I agree. I mean, we'll cover this on on the next episode, but the refereeing has been a shambles. And then, oh, the, hmm? I was I was gonna go off about refereeing. But <laughs> we'll do that in the next it. episode. We'll we'll dedicate it for that. We're just gonna go off about how much of a shambles they are. But then, apart from that, there's also because there's so many questionable decisions. But apart from that, as well. Um, that second goal was basically, I feel, reacting to that penalty because it was within a couple of minutes. It was within a couple of minutes, right? So, yeah, just got a lucky bounce, bounce over everyone's foot. Yeah, pretty much. So, you know, they've done well. Tita's now left. Who's yeah. going to come in, and what's what's kind of going on? Because Thiago Silva's done. 
Danny Alves is done. I think Casemiro probably has another tournament in him. I don't know why they even bought Danny Alves. The, he was just bought for the vibes, which I don't, I don't really understand. He, he was just brought for the dance routine. Yeah, which is self-stupid. But... I don't know. I think Richarlison's walked out with a lot of credit this time. Mm. I I do like the guy. Apparently, they're, they're trying to get Pep to manage Brazil. <laughs> you know, if Pep manages Brazil, they would do an absolute madness because they have the players for it. I, I don't think um, Pep would work as an international manager. No, I don't. I think he wants to be too 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 involved. Yeah, he's way too long. Probably two more teams we want to quickly, very quickly cover. Just because I think they are solid. Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Wild Weghorst. <laughs> Absolute baller. I, he, he popped up when he needed to. Six foot six giant. Yeah. And, and Portugal as well. Portugal, I think the big standout there was, was there were a couple of players. Gonzalo Ramos had his his moments. I think the forwards looked very good. Felix kind of showed himself for the first time. Yeah, I mean, when he's not being held back by Simeone. Yeah, yeah. he got so unlucky with that uh, goal uh, shot. It was outside the box, I think, and Bono saved it. Bono saved it. Yeah, that's he. He looked good for the first time. Like in years that I've seen him at Atletico as well. Obviously, I see him fleetingly compared to to before. Yeah, but he looked I'm good. Mid-team. But I still think that Rafael Leao should have started. He's mm, Leao's a bit inconsistent. He is. I'm but not, I not, think, not saying that Felix is is consistent, but I I just think against certain teams, I think he would have worked better. I think he would have occupied Hakimi. Mm-hmm. I think he would have occupied yeah. Hakimi in that that right side of of Morocco, but it is what it is, and we can we could probably talk about Portugal and a bit more about probably Ronaldo in that stage of the the World Cup. Uh, to be honest, for review, if, just a quick thing. I think Portugal next World Cup they're going to be favourites, and I think deservedly so because Bruno's going to be what thirty two. Yeah, Bruno Ronaldo are both going to be thirty two. Yeah, and then you've got. Felix entering his prime you've got Ramos entering his prime you've got Leao entering his prime the midfield is like Neves is on like 26 or 27 as well he's 25 he's going to be good oh 25 so. yeah yeah he's going to be brilliant as well uh, Paulinha brilliant yeah and to think before Ronaldo Portugal were like just a mid mid team this is yeah. this is probably the best Ronaldo not the Ronaldo best Portugal squad I've seen since 2004 yeah because I think that 2004 squad where they had the, you know Figo, Rui Costa all these guys those guys were all quality as well but this is their first proper squad since then right they're, they're, they've got an, they've got an incredible team if I'm being honest they do and they're all technically very very good like if if, if they can find some centre back to play where Pepe is and um yeah, I think it's, it's called, it. uh, I think it's gonna be hard to find a centre back like Pepe again. He's so good. Yeah, because when when they played with um, what's his name, Danilo at centre back, they look so bad. But Pepe, I don't know, it's just different. It's just kind of He's very good, very good for uh, Pepe. Is, Pepe has been very yeah. solid. Croatia, once again, we said very solid. 
Japan, very industrious. Excellent. Very, very industrious. They have looked so good. It's because of Tomiyasu. It's not Tomiyasu. (laughs) (laughs) Tomiyasu. (laughs) No, they... They they genuinely looked they genuinely looked pretty good and you know they were a bit unlucky against Croatia, I mean I'm I'm still a big not a big Croatia fan but I like Croatia I'm a big fan of Modric you know Modric's last dance, it's a bit sad but yeah. we'll cover that again on on in the next episode because we'll have the third place and the final done by then. But Japan genuinely came out with a lot of credit. They're like Morocco they came out with a lot of credit and they could have gone further. Um, and I think honestly they would have given. Brazil a run for their money as well if they'd beaten Croatia. I probably I think they would, yeah they they probably could even could have beaten them. Too, yeah, that's what I mean. J- J- Japan were unlucky to even lose to Croatia. I think your microphone cut out when you said that. Uh, again. Oh, I said I said basically sorry. I said I think that uh, if Brazil if Japan had beaten um, Croatia. They could have given Brazil a run for their money and possibly beaten them. I I agree. Cause I th- I think Japan were better than Croatia. Yeah, I don't know about Brazil. Yes, uh, what's it called? Japan, Croatia. These these teams played a perfect knockout style, knockout tournament style of football. Like Brazil got really unlucky against Japan. Uh, yeah. Right. Agreed. I mean, there's there's a lot. Of, there's been a lot of things, and we are we are like we said, we're gonna cover a bit more in the in the next one once we've got the the final standings. But a lot of those teams have done a lot of credit for themselves, um, especially not wouldn't say smaller nations because that's a bit disrespectful. But the the non traditional football mm. qualifiers. I don't, I don't think smaller nations is is. Disrespectful. I've had some people come come at others for for that, so I'm just gonna say like you know like Morocco, like Japan. Yeah. They've okay. they've done yeah. a lot of credit to themselves. Um, Ghana, Ghana, a lot of credit as well, actually. Uh, yeah, especially Kudos, Kudos. Mohamed Kudos. If, if, yeah. If, if Ghana made it into the quarters, I think. I mean, into the round of sixteen, I think Kudos is a shout for team of the tournament because he was incredible. Oh, agreed. Agreed, agreed. Australia gave themselves a lot of credit as well, managing to get through and, and giving Argentina a very good yeah. shot as well. They could have won that game as well. Very yeah. easy. Costa Rica, very good. Mm. Uh, Cameroon didn't look that convincing. Yeah, I think Costa Rica just played, just forgot how to play football in the first game and then they, just, they yeah. switched that, on. That first game ruined everything. If, if, if it wasn't 7-0... Yeah, pretty much. Germany would have qualified as well. Germany would have. That's seven nil. That gave me like hopes for Spain. I thought like, oh wow, Spain are actually going to be good. If if it was a two 0 win for Spain, I think Germany would have qualified on goal difference. I'm not sure though. I thought it would have been Costa Rica. No, no, because Germany won. Oh yeah, of course, of course, because Germany won. Yeah, that's that's a weird one. But I think we will we will talk about that, and we could also give a couple on on. The next, in the next episode, we'll give five minutes to uh, John's we'll adoptive we'll country. We'll have topics. We'll have topics for the next episode. We do. I mean, it's, there's a lot to talk about in this World Cup because we would have done yeah. a couple, but we had we had a few bits in between which we couldn't do. 
But we are. We will also talk about John's adoptive country that he's been so fervently supporting for the whole World Cup. I love Switzerland. No, not that one. I would. <laughs> USA, <laughs> USA, 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 USA. Yeah, when, whenever I see the US in the World Cup, I'm supporting the US. <laughs> you know, I, America were really unlucky. If if I'm gonna be honest, I think a, a better manager and a striker. Yeah, their manager was weird. Their manager was not good because they they played really well in the round of sixteen. Yeah, I think he. I think he got. I think he got a contract extension. Huh? I think he got a contract extension. Yeah, he got. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I don't like that. But you walk and you do. I think now because I've I've seen rumors that Balogun might pick America. I think they might be sorted for a striker for the striker position. Because Josh Sargent is not it. Josh Sargent is not good. They seems really good. If I'm being honest, so. So we're going to see you at the 2026 World Cup. I mean, they they automatically qualify, so. No, as in, we'll see you there in your US colours. Uh, you know, we never know. We can't predict the future. You, you'll be like one of those. I don't know if you've seen that picture. Uh, you guys, there's that that uh, family from, from you, Mexico. And they have a half you, Argentina. You'll, you'll hear me chanting, I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you in that, that. Do you remember that? Um, I don't know if you've seen that meme. Was that Mexican family? They've come in with a half Mexico, half Argentina kit, and it says like Mexico on the back. That's the United States of England. It says Mexico on the back. But let's 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 move on to the last and uh, next and final segment. To be honest, um, we've all we've all prepared something, but have a quick discussion about team of the tournament. You yeah. know, for our starting eleven, and you know who who have you got? Let's let's I don't know, let's go. Do you want to Schmidt? Do you want to go first? Sure, a, a special guest. I'll go first. Uh, before I, I begin, uh, I will make a disclaimer. I haven't watched a single. Uh, I I only watched like four or five games because <laughs> our country got knocked out. Our country got knocked out, and I like I didn't want to watch anymore. So you st- you stopped uh, basically after Belgium. So we we are well, we going to see like a few Belgian players in there? No, no, they don't deserve no it. No Belgians. They don't deserve it. Lukaku special mention. Hey, Lukaku, honourable mentions, Lukaku. <laughs> <laughs> honourable, honourable mentions, Dries Mertens on the bench. Dries yeah. Mertens. <laughs> honourable so, mentions. Okay, we, have to, we have to go. I think no one disagrees with Messi. Uh, wait, quickly, what formation are you going to play? Mm. Um... Uh, three four three. Three four three. You're yeah, you're like you're, Roberto, like Roberto you're basically Roberto Martinez with hair. Yeah, my idol, my idol. So who 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 gets into your three four three? Yeah. Okay, Messi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruno Fernandez. Okay. <laughs> uh, what what for, do you want to start with the centre backs first? <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you want to make sure that the positions uh, are actually like close to each other? Okay, with the goal. <laughs> The goalkeepers. Yeah. The goalkeepers. There's only one goalkeeper. <laughs> no, I think I think Bonu like. Bonu, okay. No, he's a, he's uh, a fair shot. He's genuinely a fair shot. The game against Spain, he he predicted all three penalty uh, shots. That's that's mad if you think about mm. that. That's like a one hundred percent save 
uh, penalty save rates. That's crazy. He also made some great saves. Like, have you noticed how many clean sheets Morocco had? They had like what four, five clean sheets. Every, right. every game was a clean sheet, but <coughs> this one and Canada. Yeah, except Canada. That's that's crazy. Um, you know, centre backs. I don't know, man. I think based off one game, I saw of Konate. I think. I'm telling you, I haven't watched the World Cup. You know, uh, that, that, I'll, I'll, that's fair because Konate was world class today. He was yeah, the allow, best allow, on the pitch. Allow, okay, second centre back, you have to put one of the Moroccans in there. Did you say? Did you say? Did you say Moroccans or Americans? Mar- oh, I, thought, I thought he was trying to yep. say Americans. I was like, one of, them, one of these, but I don't know their names, but one of them that they, they were mad. Uh, <laughs> I think I think they were they were using performance enhancers, bro. I'm not gonna lie. What vapor up? Oh, uh, let's let's just say Elia Mington, because like, come on, man, how how are we gonna struggle against Sri Lanka in the last year, like in 2021, and then now beating Spain and Portugal? Get out of here, bro. Uh, left back. Uh huh. I don't know, man. Probably me, myself. Uh, <laughs> no, there is no left back in the three-four-three. Left wing back. Left wing back. Wing, yeah. No, yeah, you, okay. you gotta give us one more centre back. You're only gonna give us two. Centre back. Uh, probably like one of the Americans. Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, like. Tim Reeves. That's zero goals against England. That's that's respect, you know. <laughs> that's fair, that's they, fair. Actually, they impressed me against England. They impressed. Me. <laughs> I've literally watched six games. I've, I've watched six games. They they impressed me against England. Johnny tells us this now. <laughs> uh, center mid. Let's let's no, center mid. Do your wing backs first. Oh, there are no wing backs. There's left mid and right mid. Same thing. Go on. Okay. Okay. Left mid. You have to go with Jeremy Doku, man. That guy's crazy. <laughs> Have you have you seen how he moved against Croatia when he got stopped on against Croatia? Did you see how he moved? He moved like a FIFA 19 character. You know, the skill moves. Um, where like he glitches through the defenders. I swear to God, he moved like that. That guy, un, un, inhuman movements. I thought you said no Belgians make your team. Exactly. Nah, bro, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Okay, sorry, go on. <laughs> you're, you're right mid. Okay, my right mid. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna... Bro, who, who plays right mid? Can someone, can someone help me? <laughs> Hakimi, Hakimi, yeah. Hakimi, right mid. I'll go for Hakimi, I'll go for Hakimi. A defensive right mid. Yeah. Center mid, Bruno Fernandes. Okay. And... Uh, Onana from Everton. <laughs> did you? Uh, again, I thought you said no poetry. <laughs> did you know? Did you know he's a good singer? No. <laughs> he can actually sing. He could have gone with so many other options. He just went with Andre Onana. <laughs> right wing, right wing. Messi, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Messi. Okay. Left wing. It has to be Mbappe. I haven't seen his games, but every time I see him, <laughs> like so, I mean, I think. Yeah. Okay. And I think, uh, I think the Mbappe and Giroud duo is very, very strong. So I'm gonna go with Giroud and striker. 
Okay. Amazingly, that team isn't terrible. <laughs> it's 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 a little it's it's a <laughs> it's okay. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Jeremy Doku at left wing back. Left mid, left mid. Yeah, same thing. And then Onana in the centre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, AK, what would you, would you like to tell us no, no, what your on. team looks like? <laughs> I yeah, think, tell us how your team looks like. I think your it's, team is better? it's probably very, very similar to, to probably most people at this point. Uh, there's one or two that might might change, but... You know, I've in goal, I've put Livakovic from Croatia. Yeah. I think for me, he was... It's either him or Bono, but I, I really liked the way... You know, he looked very good in penalty shootouts. He had a absolute fantastic, absolutely fantastic game against Brazil. Kept them, kept them yeah. in the game. To be honest, um, and for me, it's between the two to win the Golden Glove this year. I think Bono is favourite. Well, I'd I'd say Emmy Martinez is in for shout as well. Emmy Martinez is also in for shout. True, but I think it for me personally, it's between those two. Um, then at right back. This was a top up, toss up, you know. There was a yeah. cho- there was either Hakimi, which I think many people would have gone for, and I put in yeah. Hakimi first, and then for some reason I took him out, <coughs> and I put in Den- uh, Dumfries. I think he's overrated, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or just because he's Mbappe's best friend. Yeah, I don't like Mbappe. Because <laughs> he's not Belgian. Is it because he's not from Belgium? I think uh, Montiel was better. Montiel. Is, is, is Castagna better? Yes. No, no, Castagna. But, yeah, going on, I think Dumfries, Dumfries right back. Yeah, um, so, Dumfries. Yeah, I've gone for Dumfries. I could have gone for Hakimi. Yeah, like, 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 yeah. uh, Centre back, I went for Guardiola. Um, mm. I think pretty much, mo- again, makes most people's tournament. I think he's been a standout. And yeah. he... Somehow managed to uh, take a couple of chances off Lukaku in the Croatia game, which was in the Belgium game, which was which was very good to watch. He only, he only gave <coughs> Lukaku four chances. Well, he he took he took one right off his toe. He took one right off his toe. At least it's not five. <laughs> I think uh, for left centre back, so other centre back, I could have gone with one of the Moroccans and probably should have, but I it's not a little bit biased, but I think. For all the criticism he gets, I feel like Harry Maguire actually had a very good World Cup. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think he genuinely think did not look too bad. The only time I think he made a, like maybe a defensive error was his, you know, that first game when they got around the back of him in the Iran game. Yeah. But aside from that, he was very, very solid. I, th- I think you could probably put any English player into <coughs> any position, bar right back, and you wouldn't be wrong. But yeah. yeah, I also think, and then for left back, I've gone for Luke Shaw as well because again, I don't think there's centre back. Why says I don't think there's been too many standout centre backs, but even left back, um, Masori also had a had a shout to be honest. Um, but again, I, I feel like Luke Shaw turns up. Uh, midfield, again, this was a bit of a tough one. I thought Amrabat, which I think just just one. makes That's it there. A good one. Amrabat for me just makes it. Yeah. The other shout who was yeah. going to be there was Casemiro. Honorable mention. I think Casemiro dragged that that Brazil team. 
Yeah, but he could see the expiration, right? Didn't he? Yeah. He also? That, that loses points for me. He, he could see it against Croatia. Even we didn't concede against Croatia. I mean, he's, he was playing CDM. It's his centre backs, right? His centre backs are 37 and. and also, the, the, the goal he conceded <coughs> was off a deflection, so it's not. Yeah, he, he genuinely dragged, you know, uh, Brazil through a lot. Um, I think I've got Bruno Fernandes. Fernandes. Obviously. I was just messing, by the way, you know, of course, Casemiro is amazing. <laughs> I think Bruno Fernandes makes it into everyone's team of the tournament. I don't think anyone can not have him in there. Not mine. Disgusting. Oh, oh. Disgusting. John. <coughs> this is, this John. Is, this is this is an Arsenal fan I'll, talking. I'll get, I'll, I'll get to it after. It's alright. I'll get to it after. And then the last base, to be honest, I had one of a couple of choices actually. I'll give a shout, honorable shout out to the England boys, but I've gone for one of the reasons. I've gone for Griezmann. I think Griezmann's actually looked very very good. I think Bellingham actually makes it as well. It's one or the other. I changed it, but Griezmann for me, how is one of the. Where's where is he playing? He's playing left side. So he plays the same position for for France. So France basically play almost like a four two three one slash four two three. So he can play yeah. like the left of a three, or he plays as a camp. Attacking it. Yeah. So he can play either or. Um, I think he he is so influential on that French team. He doesn't score the goals he used to, but he is able to play make a lot more. You know, Declan Rice was struggling with him in that first half. And he was brilliant today as well. <coughs> he was incredible today as well. Exactly, and he's he's he does suddenly look like a good player again. But he for France he looks some something different, and he is that guy yeah. that basically lets Pogba play, and and whoever. So I think Griezmann goes into my team, and then my front three I think goes with pretty much the same as as Schubert with Messi, Giroud, and Mbappe. You could add Holland there, you know. <laughs> Go on, Nuda. John. Uh, well, my team is pretty similar, to be honest. I've got Livakovic. Mm-hmm. I've got Hakimi, unlike you. And I've gone with Varane. Okay. Over Maguire. That's because I, I, really, I didn't really know what other centre back to put in because no one really stood out that much. I, I guess maybe the South Korean one, um, Kim. Kim. Uh, yeah, which one? Which Kim? <laughs> One of the Kims. <laughs> Kim is a Kim Min J or something. I think so. Yeah. So Kim Min J. I think Kim. The other Kim was better than the Kim Min J. Does he have a? Does he have a player of the month in the Serie A? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I've, I've also got a short left back, and um, okay. so yeah. So uh, Hakimi, Varane, Guardiol, and Shaw. My defense. Mm-hmm. And for midfield, I've gone two Moroccans. Amrabat and Unahi. Okay, interesting. I, mean, yeah, I, I, think, I thought. I think Amrabat is free, right? Amrabat. What do you mean he's free? Yeah, it's free. If you say Amrabat, everyone will agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I don't think you can put anyone else in there. I mean, I, I, I could have also gone with like Bruno or uh, Griezmann over Unahi, but he was, he was incredible today. He was like Morocco's only like. He was only progressing the ball consistently because Amrabat wasn't too good today. Bellingham again, England's best player, in my opinion. 
this tournament, him or Saka, but I went with him. And then front three, Messi, Giroud, Mbappe, like anyone else. How many goals has Giroud got this tournament? Three, four? Yeah. I, I don't think there's... Against England. I don't think there's any wrong answer here. I, with, even with the midfield, like Griezmann or Bellingham, I think Bruno, Nahi also makes sense. I think people who get honourable mentions as well include like Mohamed Kudus. Yeah, Kudus, brilliant. <laughs> All the goalkeepers in the in the final four, even even the <laughs> even in the quarters, I think they were all brilliant as well. Yoris has had an incredible tournament, although he doesn't really get talked about too much because he's Yoris. Like it's a bit kind of expected for him when he plays with France. Have you guys noticed like nine out of ten goalkeepers in the World Cup have been amazing? Yeah, at least one game. And England, I mean not England, Arsenal, well. A quarter of the World Cup goalkeepers in the last 16 were ex or current Arsenal keepers. Okay. <laughs> we had Chesney, we had okay. Annie Martinez, Okay. we had <coughs> Turner for America, and Ram- Ramso, although he didn't really start, but we still count him. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. <laughs> we still count him. <laughs> You fraud. Know, we're, we're, we're out here. Arsenal is just the best. You fraud, you fraud. Anyway, I think that's that's probably us, us done for today on that note. <laughs> uh, it's been good, good having a chat. I think we will be back on... Uh, John and I definitely will be back on, on after the World Cup final. Yeah, sure. I think we should finish this on a quote. Go on. Referees are terrible. Okay, very inspiring. Thank you. <laughs> on. Uh, do I, 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 have a, I have a code? Uh, I don't have a code, man. Okay. Nudo, have you got another? Uh, John, have you got another quote? My mind is empty. Empty. Okay, well, we'll end with that. We'll end with that. Referees and VAR. My mind is empty. We'll go with referees and VAR are terrible. Um, so if you haven't, please do uh, subscribe. Uh, give us five-star ratings on, on Apple, Spotify. And for next week, make sure you bring some popcorn because I'm going to go off on these referees. <laughs> I've been anti anti referee for the last 10 years. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to text the referees, man. I'm going to tell them to prepare. It's it's true. I've got the, I've got the uh, the rant to prove it. Uh, so yeah, thank on that note. Thank you for listening, and hope you subscribe and listen soon. Hey guys, bye bye. Bye guys.